long ago in a distant land. She created life, and now we can. Hey everyone, it's your favorite goddess and I here with another special guest, the lovely Amber. Hello. Who is also my cousin, Blood. We grew up together in the city of Cleveland, Ohio. Since day one. We are currently in, I guess it's considered LA, Redonda Beach, California. I am actually here for a business trip. <coughs> and the universe just set it up this way where we just had to meet up. We was going to meet up anyway. <coughs> But we're going to get into it once we go into this podcast discussion today. Also, Cleo will not be here. I know you guys are sad about that, but Cleo is in Georgia. I mean, not Georgia, Houston. That didn't make a difference anyway, but she's not feeling well. So I'm taking in for her and we're going to just, it's just going to be, we're going to do this a little different today. So... <laughs> Still, I have this stupid, nasty ass cough. I'm not sick, y'all. I did not have the coronavirus. I'm sick of this nigga keep saying that shit. <laughs> Every time we go somewhere, people looking at me like I'm fucking retarded. <laughs> Bitch, I'm good. I just got some phlegm in my system. I eat too much cheese. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, you know how I go as follows. We share her story of the week, her news, our daily lives, and the title of the discussion. So let's get right into it, shall we? Um, Today, I mean, you know, we still in February. It's Black History Month. So I wanted to share some light <coughs> and, and just awareness on the things that a lot of POCs, Black people, colored, melanated people had to go through in this colonized society. So the her story of this week goes to a special woman named Sarah Bartman. I am upset that I cannot pronounce her African name because I freaking suck and I'm not trying to murder it and disrespect this woman because she's already been disrespected too much. But Sarah Barton was one of the first black women known to be subjugated to human sex trafficking. She was derisively named the Hottentot Venus by Europeans as her body would be publicly examined and exposed hum inhumanely throughout the duration of her young life. Moreover, her experience reinforced the already existing and extremely negative sexual fascination with African women bodies by the people of Europe. So basically this woman was put <coughs> on display. This was basically a zoo a body zoo for people. They let people do whatever to her with her. And it's just, it's a lot of controversy on how she actually died, but she wasn't even fully buried until 2002 because they still had her body on display in Paris up until 1974, which is fucking insane. Like, what the fuck? Like, who does this? Like, obviously, we know who does this. We know yes, who do we, it. We still do it today. <laughs> right. I mean, because we have strippers. We have women who want to mold their bodies to fit this image of what we think it should be because society put this just in per it's, it's perfectly imperfect because nobody is fucking perfect. Nobody will ever look this mold of what they feel perfection should look like in a body. Like, it's just, it's not... That's why it's always <laughs> changing. That's, nothing's perfect because it's always changing. Everything's always changing. So it's always a new look on what you vision <clears throat> as what you see that's perfect in your eyes. But then once it changes, it's like a whole new <laughs> idea of what your perfect is. But it's also still the fact that perfection doesn't exist in the way that society make it seem. Yeah. Perfection is flaws, cause ain't nothing. Every you, do you not know how multifaceted we are? Flawless how victory? <laughs> how interchangeable? How many just we're fucking chameleons out here, and I feel like it's a lot that goes into our <laughs> how we portray ourselves based on how we feel from the projections placed on us from society, and that's jacked up, like super jacked up. And I can't even imagine me going through what she's 
gone through, like being taken from your land and placed on this stool to be objectified and deemed and judged negatively in a way that you're just like, like you're, you're worthless. Like you can just be poked and tugged and pulled any kind of direction without any say, like you're not worthy or valid because you look different. (laughs) When the gods created you, they created you so imperfect that for everybody else to see and judge, it's not true. That is just, that's, that's insane. And what's even more insane is they still had her body on display up until 2002. Like, what? She's been gone. This woman was born in 1785, passed away in 1815. This is over 200 years ago. And she was just laid, her body was just laid to rest. I can only imagine the the, the soul trauma because that stuff still lingers. Like, that stuff is, is cyclical and it's sick. Like, that is just, it's so degrading. <laughs> And I just can't believe that we had to succumb to that and we accepted that. But that is our her story of the week. Um, let me know if you knew about that. Like that's because I think I learned probably like a, some years back. I think I learned in college when we took African-American studies, I learned a whole bunch of stuff that made me just really hate white people. And I go back and forth with hating them, but I'm still like still open because I know everybody's not the same, but it's just still some stuff that I cannot erase. Like you still feel it. It's still deep within your core. So with that being said, um, let's get into our her news. <laughs> it's been a lot of stuff going on lately. Yeah. Like Pop Smoke died the day I had to come to Cali. Yeah. It was a home invasion. He <clears throat> it's a lot of speculations. They saying that it maybe have been a setup. His one of his partners put they ad- his address on on a picture, forgot to blur out the numbers, and they just. But he was also flashy as fuck too. I was gonna say they well this with the young rappers nowadays. That's what they do. They think that money posting themselves <coughs> with all this money and all this jewelry and living this lavish life is what's hot. What's hot. Mm-hmm. So. They're forgetting that when you're doing this, whether he put the address in it or not, your location is on. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of smart people out here in L.A. You can't just go to places and then just put yourself on display and don't think that people who are near you are not going to feel envious and want what you have. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. Especially when you come into the industry with this certain type of energy. You came in like you was running shit. Like, it was just about the money. Count it up. Run it up. Like, even to, like, I heard some lyrics. Like, he's it's, it's seemed very dark. He said a lot yeah. of stuff about demons. Yeah. Like, he talked about that a lot. And if you listen <laughs> to, like, the tone of his voice, like, honestly, his voice was very, very different in the music industry. Very like, different. He had one of those old school, back in the day, deep, like, uh, Method Man. or It was also very powerful. Yeah. You, can, you can feel the vibration, mm-hmm. hear the vibration in his voice. So that was just, and I just started getting put on to him, like literally right before he died, probably like a couple of weeks or a week or so before that, because I was riding with my coworkers and he was playing one of his songs. I'm like, who is this? Right. He sound different. I never heard a voice like this. Right. Like that was wild. He was so young, only 20, 20 years old and gone. His career was just starting, just about to go on tour. And it's so crazy. My mother, when when we were talking about it, she Mm-mm. Um. What did she say? She said something of when will money? When will money stop being everything to everybody? Mm. Honestly, shit. It's like you, you posting your money. You, we see you got money. We we know you making money, right? We and pay for your mm. concerts and your music and everything. We know you making money, right? When are you gonna take that and put some good use to it instead right. of just posting it on social media, right? Like, what was the point? What was the purpose? Ultimately, like ultimately, you lost your life, not for money. Being humble. <laughs> In the name of money, in the name of capitalism, and that's, man, and it's like you're really selling your soul out here for that, but 
I'm not even going to, I mean, I don't know him like that. I'm just going off of this is all speculations and assumptions and opinions because we all got them. And it's just, it's sad as fuck though. Like I'm, I'm still hurt by that. <laughs> I didn't know him like that, but he's still a part of me. And I had to lose a part of me due to this ignorance, <laughs> due to lack of knowledge and just lack of basically self-worth. Because a lot of us put our worth upon money. And we are worth so much more than that. We, It's no limit. We are limitless. But we put this on us with this material means. And that's just, that's super fucking sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but rest in peace, grow in peace to Pop Smoke. I send my condolences out to his family mm-hmm. and close friends. And may his soul grow in peace. Cause I don't really, you probably arrest a little bit, but <clears throat> eventually you're going to start a new cycle somewhere else. But, um, yeah, that was, um, that was tragic. But, um, also I don't know if y'all are big fans. I, I'm a big fan of Big Sean. Like, you oh, like love, Big Sean? Love. That's I like love. my alter ego. Like if I was I a dude, I would be Big Sean. <laughs> like... Boy, mm. like his last name Anderson too, but Aww, even though that's not <laughs> even though that's not my biological last name, but I still put that out there. <laughs> but um, he had an interview with Joe Budden. I ain't get to finish it though. I need to go back to it and listen to it. I love podcasts. I love interviews. Mm. I love just knowing the in and out of people beyond Honestly, just the big music. Ups to Joe Budden, people don't give him some some of the respect Man. that he deserves. It. I know he's like kind of an asshole, but he, he's just blunt as fuck. He's very blunt, <laughs> and we don't have a lot of people like that out there. Mm-mm. Like, there's a lot of people who sugarcoat, Man. you know, talk around stuff, and that's because you know I understand you don't want to hurt feelings, but feelings get hurt when you're not being real. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> Period. If you don't want to accept that real, that's why people really get mad because they don't want to see themselves because mm-hmm. we just. Holding a mirror to each other. That's all we're doing. But um, just briefly on that, like y'all should listen to the podcast <coughs> or the interview with Joe Budden and um, Big Sean. He's been doing a lot of growing mm. and realizing that it's a lot more than just money. That does not make you happy. It's more of the little things, the smaller things that we overlook and <coughs> forget about and neglect. But mental health is important. He talked about that as well. He hit on a couple of solid points. So um, that was another um, another little news of the day. But it's it, honestly, or the week. But honestly, it's been a lot going on for the good and the bad. But mostly on a high note. Because everything is for a lesson. Everything is for a reason. Everything... It's no coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences in life. I believe that everything is meant to happen <coughs> because it was meant to happen in this exact time or moment. And and because a lot of people do believe in coincidences, <coughs> they think that everything that is already divine is just like, oh, it's definitely a blessing, but it's like, oh, I got luck. Oh, it's, I'm lucky. No. You're only lucky if you follow that divine path. <laughs> I think that's just more <coughs> at this point even look it's just you just listening to your higher self like it's You're, just you following what was already set right because it's do. there mm-hmm. like it was for you but did you tune into what exactly. was for like did you actually aim in narrowing your focus to what it is that you can be rewarded that's there that's sitting there for you honestly with my situation <laughs> if you don't mind we get into we're going to get into that when we get to the discussion. Gotcha. we almost there. I, I want to go say, into... I put it in kind of rotation for a second. Right. I okay. want to go into daily lives a little bit. Gotcha. We're going to go into that. And <clears throat> I just wanted to share that I've been... So, y'all know me and Callie. I was rewarded the opportunity with my current day job, my little tech job, to come mm-hmm. out here for three weeks, pay, all expense pay. Out here doing my shit and chilling and you know getting getting stuff done too along with that like I've been really putting in some work out here but 
I actually love what I do, a part of this company, which is crazy to me because I never thought that I love working for somebody else. And this year, I have done nothing but work for other people, but in a different way, because I'm not just working for this tech company, but I got a partner who I work with with Kinknick. If y'all are very, I know most of y'all are very familiar who listen, who tune in. (laughs) We throw shows every month. (laughs) It's a part of the BDSM community because I'm big on that. I am, I consider myself a switch. So I'm very submissive and dominant. It really depends on my lover at the time and what I want to do, what I'm interested in. I enjoy pet play. I enjoy a little anal play. I'm just going to be honest and real um, and open. I enjoy, I'm very fluid. I even enjoy a little bit of baby play. Like that shit is weird to accept and admit out loud, but I I like that shit. <laughs> but I'm only, I, I like that. Was It's about comfort. It's about trust and communication when it comes with kink. Anytime you get into scenes or anything like that, you must be able to communicate effectively with your partner, whoever you're playing with. You must be able to trust them because if you don't trust them, then y'all don't need to be in this space together because it's supposed to be a safe and sacred space to explore your sexual fantasies without judgment. But not even not without judgment because we still judge. I feel like we cannot go on without judging. You may judge, but you are accepting it's more so acceptance of whatever it is that you're sharing and being vulnerable with another person. <laughs> and yeah, I like to dive into that. I'm very fluid. I'm finding out more things that I love and I enjoy on the BDSM side, but I love managing. Like I feel like I've always supposed to be in a management position. Like I'm a boss ass bitch. Gitch. <laughs> Correction. Gitch, y'all. Get it right. Dream gitch. Look it up. But um Yes, I always love to just, I I like to piece things together. I'm very anal in that sense when it comes to organization. And I admire that about myself. I'm working on not being as anal though, because sometimes it pisses me off and I'm like, oh my God, I'm too uptight and stressed because (laughs) everything is not going to be perfect. I get that. But it can be up to part. I just love things to be done in in a massive and great way. And I, I don't believe nobody else can do it. Then motherfucker, I'm gonna do it. They always said if you want it done, do it, do it yourself. Or they always say, you know, you're gonna be the only one that's gonna do for you. Everyone else, you know, you're the only one that's gonna have your best heart, mm-hmm. uh, best interest, you know, at, interest heart. at heart. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yes, I've been diving into that with Tech with Neuro. I work for a company called Neuro. And I am the assistant manager and marketing team for Kinknick. And it's expanding. It's getting bigger. We have a workshop, a femdom workshop coming out March 27th. And then the spring break Kinknick is March 14th. I'll be just coming back to make it for that. Um, I'm actually going to be here until March 11th. So if you listen to the podcast and if you're out in Cali and you want to connect on a creative tip, you want to meet up at Mingo on some 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 friendship or romantic shit and hit me up. You know, I'm here. It's your girl. It's your favorite goddess. I'm not. I'm with it. As long as the vibes are good and you know how to communicate <laughs> and you're fine, then let's get it. But um. Yes, that's what we go. That's what's going on lately here. Um, <clears throat> I'm still getting adjusted to the time. Still got this dumbass cough. I'm trying to get rid of. Y'all don't be judging me because I know I sound fucking ridiculous. Like every second, I'm coughing up a lung. I get it. I know. I'm irritated too. But, but you get out your system, and it's good to do <clears throat> the natural way than to put different medicines and all type of stuff in your body that just makes you feel weird, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to sip this tea and keep throwing up this phlegm and mucus and stuff. That's another thing. I'm trying to not drink or eat as much dairy and cheese, but I love cheese and I love <laughs> ice cream. So I'm learning. And then it I'm would working. suck that you come out to L.A. and <laughs> they got so many Froyo spots on here. Right. Or just, they just have so many different shit. I love yeah. food. I want to mm-hmm. eat. And it's like the best place to be to want to try different and everything. Because it's all so much different stuff out here. Right. But they got some bomb-ass vegan spots out here. I went to um, Orvegan- Orveganic the other day. I got this um, 
this cashew pasta. Bomb as fuck. Everything was plant-based. They use, I think, coconut for like a, a cream, like sour cream. Mm. And they used a couple other things. with mushroom and stuff in there. It was so fucking good. This is what this was. Oh, okay. It was so freaking good. And I had a um, smoothie. And we just ordered some food now. We're waiting on our Grubhub. Like, I'm super fucking hungry. I need the number. Yeah. I was going to say, did you, check? did you tell them to come up? Or? <laughs> yeah, I told them to come up. Okay. But I got a, a notification on there. They should let me know something when they're near. Or they will call. Yeah. Yeah, because I got my number, too. On there. But, um... Everyday life in LA, I will say, is definitely it's definitely a journey. Like when I first moved out here about two years ago, I came out here, you know, just kind of like ready to explore any and everything and like just, you know, jump into different stuff. And it was just always a journey everywhere I went. The people you meet, it's always take and give as far as energy. Some people mm. say, you know, you first move out here, you're not going to make it in a year. You you end up going back home because you can't handle it. Cause, I mean, it's you know, hella expensive out here, too. And this place is big as shit. Yeah. But <laughs> if, you, if, you know, if you are a strong, a strong being. You change the time. Uh-huh. Y'all, my bad, y'all. We trying to get this food stuff together because we are starving. And the time was changed. At first, it was supposed to be between 2.50 and 3 o'clock. Now, it's 3.35 to 3.45. So, I'm going to hurry up. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can do whatever you set your mind to. Mm-hmm. If you if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Yeah. You just have to be motivated and focused in and not give up. Because yeah. you got to constantly, as long as you live, you're going to be fighting for something. You got to keep moving. You're, you're There's always ways out of whatever you... Always. Like, you can't remain stagnant. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to keep moving. A body in motion stays in motion. If you're just being still, you're going to just rot and decay. You're going to drive yourself insane. And they say the <laughs> definition of insanity is to... Do the same shit over and over again, thing. expecting a different result. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, daily life. Like, honestly, overall, how you been feeling? Like, how do you feel overall? Like, even though all the stuff that's been going on, do you feel like you're in a in a good space? Do you feel hopeful? Do you feel doubtful? Like, your fears, your, your passions, are you happy? Honestly, <coughs> I feel at a new. I feel like something that I've been kind of, like, reaching for for a long time, I'm starting to actually be able to grasp, and it's not getting pushed further and further away from me. It's, like, right here, and it's, like, either I'm going to take the right path, what we were talking about earlier, as far as like, you know, taking the right path. It's already divine for you. Either I'm gonna <laughs> take my divine path that's being put in my place, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna stay stagnant. I'm gonna stay in this insanity. I'm feel I'm happy. I'm like overwhelmed at this point with so many feelings that yeah. I don't I just I'm just kinda like, you know, I'm just I feel new. I can't. I can't mm-hmm. really explain it. It's just. It's kind of hard because I'm feeling so many different emotions right now. Mm-hmm. But it's like a happy feeling. It's a. Is it a it's relieving? A it's feeling? like a relieving feeling. Like I can breathe now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't feel like I'm stressed anymore. I don't feel mm-hmm. stressed. I don't feel like I have to worry. Mm-hmm. I feel safe. Hmm. I feel like I'm safe. So before this, before you didn't feel safe. I didn't feel safe. In I what kind of ways? Like I, I didn't feel safe with myself just being with myself or anyone else because I was letting toxic things influence where where I was where I was going. Let tox, let toxic people influence what I was doing and how I was moving, and it was putting me in places that I really didn't want to be. Mm. Let's um, let's. Be a little more specific so we can go in more details and give them the raw, just life of what the fuck we going through. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like (laughs) we all had situations where we didn't know how to let go of toxic people, whether it was romantic, whether it was family, whether it was friendships. Like, it's a certain, like, uh, like, because. 
we all been through it. I've been through it. Like I just had a situation with this guy <clears throat> at the end of the in the last year, beginning of this one, where I was just allowing myself to be treated a way that I knew I shouldn't because I was comfortable. I was comfortable with, <sighs> but I wasn't though. No. I was comforted in a discomfort. You were brainwashed. And manipulated. That's Because for me, I realized when me, when I'm attracted to somebody or when I respect somebody to a certain degree, mm-hmm. I am highly influenced by them. Right. Especially in relationships. The, and you want to see the good in that person. Yeah. You, you know that they have great things <coughs> in them and you want that to come through. So you let all the negative things that happen <laughs> or the red flags bypass you. Uh-huh. And you and then you also think about the good times. Mm-hmm. You try to let the good times overshadow the bad, but you got to weigh the pros and cons. And a lot of times, them bads outweigh the fucking good. You be mm-hmm. trying to force yourself to believe that these goods, no, this good is so good, it can outshine all that negative shit. Like, but no. Once you start have to prep yourself for a situation to get into because you know what the fuck is about to happen, it's time to go. Once you realize that you have to do the, you're the only one that has to keep doing all the changing. And that person isn't, it's not, it's not for you. <laughs> and I also feel like it's also not for you when you find yourself not doing the things that make you happy anymore because of somebody else, because they're not comfortable with it. And because you're getting caught up and lost into their reality. You lost out of your own. Yeah. You lose yourself. You lose yourself through other people because we all, when we come as as human beings, that's what we're put on earth to do: give and take from each other. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's energy, whether it's food, whether it's money or sex, whatever sex, <laughs> it, we give and take from each other. So there's always something you see in somebody that you want from them, mm-hmm. and then you want to <laughs> give back to them, but then. We don't know how to give that in a in a way where they want it. Mm-hmm. We give it in our own way. And then I also feel like when it gets to the point where you feel like you have to continuously change this person and you keep telling yourself, okay, I will love them more or this will be better if they were like this or like that or like this and like that and like that. And then the stuff starts piling up more and more. Mm-hmm. Then at that point, you who are you really with? Then? I'm about to say, you didn't forgot who you was trying to be with. Like who you really, who, who did you like? Who did you start off with, with one to, right. to do this with? If you can accept somebody, I don't care who it is. We're not just talking about relationships. This is your your family, this is your friends, this is your partners, <laughs> whether it's business or romantic. Right. If it gets to the point where you feel like you have to change who they are in order for you to be satisfied with them, do your, do both of you guys a favor and let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Because at this point, it's not worth it. And at the end, y'all going to start, you're going to start resenting each res- other. You're going to start resenting each other. You're going to start blaming each other. You're going to start pointing a finger. You're going to start saying, it's, this is your fault. I'm like this. Or finding ways <laughs> to make it so negative that it just ends up, you know, in a bad situation. And start trying to play that game of, I'm about to get you back. Yeah. That's when it becomes mm, the get That's back. when you know it's mm-hmm. toxic. Mm-hmm. And you need to let that shit go. When you got a high conversation you having with other people, because... Yo, whoever coming around, mm-hmm. it's time to let it go. It's time to cut them cords. Mm-hmm. Cut them. And it's real stuff. It's real hard and strong and tough with those that we are very intimate with and also very sexual with. Mm-hmm. Because that's the energy you're sharing. And the people that, that we give our love to. Yeah. But it's also like when you it's it's a certain level of intimacy. That carries a certain energy that latches on to somebody else and vice versa. And it becomes harder to let go in that aspect. We all have been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it becomes hard. And I don't know.
it's hard to let go when you invest so much of your yeah, energy. and your vulnerability and intimacy. Yeah. You invest mm-hmm. so much in this, and, and that's a good word. <laughs> People don't realize that when we're vulnerable. We jump into things that, at the time, people can see that vulnerability. So they take that and they run with it. <laughs> and they, they see that you are without or you're so willing to grab grasp onto something else. And so are they that they're willing to latch on to you. Mm. And that's when we get stuck in situations where we knew it wasn't good. But because we were so vulnerable, <laughs> we latched on. And then we narrow out our vulnerability we narrow out who we dish it to. So if we got it to somebody, we giving it to somebody, right? Then we feel like it's our whatever, our thing, our everything. That's another reason why I'm not really big on monogamy because it forces you to not be intimate with anybody else. You feel like this is your whole center of your universe when you are the center of your universe. And <laughs> the way you feel is different depending on different people. Different people bring out different things in you. And I feel like one of the main reasons or 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 one of the main reasons for monogamy is to make you possess or own another person. Like this is supposed to be your everything and you can't share this with anybody else. And if you do, it's betrayal. Mm-hmm. It's unloyalty. It's it's distrusting. It's it's just all these negative adjectives to express that basically you ain't shit mm-hmm. if you step out on this person when you are infinite in your being and you feel so many things. <laughs> so when you're giving somebody so much of your vulnerable and intimate side and you feel threatened to lose that, you start to feel more alone. Like you can't share that with anybody else because all you see is that person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what makes it so much harder to let shit go. Because you're sharing so, and it may be good. It may be some parts that are so good and they feed certain parts of you that may need to be fed. But when those negatives outweigh those those pros, it's time for you to really pick up your big girl and boy panties and choose fucking you. Once it gets too toxic for you to just be who you are authentically, no matter where you at in this reality, then you have to choose you and know <laughs> that you choosing you, the universe will set you up with more yous to choose. Mm-hmm. And that can be shown in any other direction. It does. You're not limited to this one being period. Cause if you ever notice when you're not, when like as women, when we do what we got to do, taking care of our business and we're independent, we ain't got no man or, you know, whatever people flock to you. Mm-hmm. They see that and because they, they see cool what you what you doing you. and accept what you the way you treat yourself mm-hmm. is how people how gonna treat you. Mm-hmm. That's the standards you putting on people. So when yeah. they see you treating yourself like shit, they you gonna you, you gonna shit. follow suit. They, they gonna treat you the same way you treating yourself. So that's why it's imperative for us to know our self worth, constantly recreating that self worth because it's not the same as it was five years ago or even yesterday. You may need a different type of self love today. You need we need, we need to constantly be open to the change <clears throat> of that because it's going to constantly change. Constantly, you're constantly changing. Like mm-hmm. I ain't even trying to keep my change no more. I'm just trying to feel it and keep going. Yeah, keep on flowing. Because that's what on. makes you great. <laughs> you're able to accept change and take it and embody that and just run with it and keep accepting it and mm-hmm. keep g- being great <laughs> with. Every step you take. Mm-hmm. And that's like where I'm at now. I'm, I had a toxic relationship. It started out good. And it ended toxic. And we told each other, if, if it was going to get to that point, we got to let it go. I was, I've never been a person to end most of my relationships just negative, And we don't at least have some closure. Mm-hmm. I, was, I used to be like that, too. But at this point, like I said, like I was telling you yesterday, I don't give a fuck no more. I feel like the closure that I need is within myself. As long as I know I gave my all and I gave authentic pieces and versions of me, regardless, they're going to feel and think how the fuck they want to feel. And they ain't going to be able to see what I'm trying to show them if they can't even see how to treat me right in a relationship or whatever bond we had potentially created. Mm -hmm. It's not up to me to buy, to find or receive that closure from anything or anyone outside of me. Because... For the longest time, like even with my ex 
boyfriend, the one before my wife, who I was pregnant by, I was, I felt like I needed closure from him. I needed us to talk. I needed us, I needed to know that he knew he wasn't shit and this was all his fault. And I was better than this. And you need to tell me that I'm better than this. And you need to give me this validation within myself to make me know that I'm better than this. But that was for me. That wasn't, that's not his job. I don't even have no communication with this man. I don't even know if this man is alive. No communication, nada. And you know what? I'm finally at peace with that. I don't care anymore. Because me caring hurts. Sometimes you just don't need to fucking care. Sometimes you just need to let all that shit go and let it stay over there for what it is. Put it behind you and move forward. Because when you don't, I feel like that's more susceptibility for you to only receive that shit that don't feel good. You miss out on the things that actually are there for you because you keep looking backwards on the stuff that you can't change. (laughs) But there is always a positive way of ending those type. What I mean when I say closure, like it was always positive. Like I'm not going to tell you, hey, this is what you did or because you need to fit, you know, I'm not going to point the finger. I'm going to say, you know, hey, <clears throat> we tried. We started out as friends. Mm-hmm. Why can't we end as friends? Mm-hmm. I don't need negative vibes or space or even past negative vibes or space still lingering around me. If I know I gave my all and I was loyal and I was truthful, then why should I leave it, the situation upset? Even if they did treat me like shit. Mm-hmm. Ain't no need for me to be upset. I, 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 I did what I was supposed to do. Right. And we it, played it our part. Because, right. It, it just didn't work out. Right. That don't mean either of us was truly, it was only, you know, one person that was wrong in the situation. Yeah. It's a two-way street. Everything is 50-50. You get into a relationship, it's 50-50. Ain't no 60-40, 20-80, none of that. Yeah. So I can't go into it expecting something (laughs) and then when I don't get it, now I'm still expecting that same thing, even with the closure. I can't do that because I'm not going to get closure at the end of the day. And I'm still going to feel, I'm still going to be mad because like you said, they going to feel how they want to feel. And if they ain't give a shit before, they ain't going to give a shit even when you try to get that closure. But if you positively take yourself and Humble yourself to that person. Humble G, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we, that's, a whole, that's a whole other topic right there. <laughs> that's some family. Now, that's family relationship right there. Bro. <laughs> but when you take yourself mm. and you humble yourself, people will see that and they can't be, they can't even be mad at you. Because mm-hmm. it's like, well, I ain't going to be mad if you ain't mad. If, if you're willing to positively move on, so am I. <clears throat> I feel that. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's how it is with my ex-husband. You know, we still talk to this day. Right. Ain't no- we ain't got to be buddy-buddy. Right. And everyday type but shit. Y'all but y'all through a relationship. We, and we, we... What is that? We, we've... We've impacted each other's lives. Yes. That was what? Your first husband? Yep. And I've known him for years. Right. Like, remember the situation I said with my mom, how she was, they, they were related. Like, mm-hmm. I used to date, I was dating his cousin, but I didn't, it's crazy how that even happened, because yeah. I was dating his cousin, because it was a guilt, it was a guilt relationship. <sighs> Everybody was like, man, just go with him, he, he love you, he wanna, this and that, I'm just like, okay, let me just shut these motherfuckers up, and did that, that ain't last, because I didn't want to be there, and then he we just were always just friends and cool. <coughs> and that happened. But right. yeah, I mean, I get that. Like, but some people you just can't do that shit with. Some you can't. And like, I, I used to ha- I had that outlook. I still do. Like, I don't want to leave with bad blood. That's never my intention to leave the situation with bad blood. But sometimes we push it too far and it becomes just bad blood. That's why it's imperative to know when to let go. Read the signs and know that it's going to be okay because you let go. It's going to be even better for the both of y'all because you let go. 
the loader we try to just just like a boa constrictor the tight the grip the more we hold on to just the, the more you susceptible to be fucking suffocated <clears throat> but yeah that was <clears throat> it's always interesting when dealing with different human beings yeah. and growing and building relationships like it's it's always ever changing. It's always ever just. Oh, he almost here, y'all. We finna get some food. I'm excited. But yeah, it's always ever changing. And on the topic of that, since we speaking on letting go, like, what about you ever rekindled a relationship with somebody? It's weird you say that. Friend or even like lover. Me? I never went back, like, I haven't talked back to any exes. Like, I never got back with an ex. I don't feel like I could. Because yeah. there's a reason why they I broke up ex, with them. Yeah. But a friend is different. I rekindle old relationships with friends. Always. Like, families too. Like, but, yeah, that's a touchy subject. Unless that person, we just, the timing wasn't right. But I never had nobody yet that the timing wasn't right while we had to, and then we got back together. Mm. Nah, I'm, I don't. Shout out to my exes. Y'all, I, I fuck with y'all for helping me grow and know what I need and what I don't need. But I, I don't want y'all no more. Uh, I can't. That's, I that, that's not for that me. I told me out of everything, every relationship you go through, like you said, friend, family, foe, whatever, there's a lesson learned at the end of every relationship. Hell yeah. Always. And if you don't feel to see the lesson, then you're just being naive. Mm -hmm. And you're just closing off yourself for the potential that you are and what you could be. Come on now. He almost here. Bring that ass. Bring that <laughs> ass, boy. But, um, yeah, I wanted to bring that up because recently <coughs> I had an old friend. Well, not, we're still friends. This is my friend right now. My um homie KP. We went to um college together. That is my nigga. That will always be my nigga. But she had sent me a video, a message, and she was like, ain't this your girl? And I'm like, what is this? I ain't even read it till later. She sent me early in the day, but I was so busy all over the place and shit, and I ain't get to read it till later that day. And I'm looking at the video, and it's my ex-best friend on YouTube. She had, she came on, I keep forgetting that lady's name. Iyala Vincent. She was on that show. And it was in regards to how her mama didn't know her daughter was promiscuous or whatever. And it was just, it was crazy and entertaining. We're all hoes. Like, if you can't accept that, then you ignore yourself. Stop ignoring yourself. Stop lying to yourself because you have all these urges and emotions and feelings that you want to act upon, but maybe your religion or your so-called moral code or whatever society has deemed you to not be has intervened with your natural being. We're animals. We're, we're fucking animals. It's in our nature. At the end of the day, it's in our nature to reproduce, to, to fuck. Like that's not something to be ashamed of. Now, if you just out here doing it with no purpose and you just, Maybe you traumatized. You've been raped your whole life, and now all you think that you are used and worthy of is having sex. The food is here. It has Let's take a brief intermission. We will be right back. I just realized something I want to add to that. Like, although we all are animals and we have promiscuous ways, we're also very asexual in some sense too. Some instances. Or instance as well, because I have my asexual moments, and I know some asexual people, and yeah, they they are here wandering. The shit is real, and that's just to constitute to know that we are fucking everything. We're not just one thing at all. Oh, let me get that charger. But. <clears throat> My whole um, <laughs> reason behind saying that was to bring up the fact that my ex best friend was on freaking Inzilla and in Yala Van Zant. In Yala Van Zant. Her ass. She was on one of her shows. And the story, like, 
it was so like raw, like some shit that we talked about. Like I, I've been there. Like I know her. If y'all want to check it out, y'all can check it out on there. It's, I guess I'll put the link in the bio, but this was actually a couple years ago too. This is back in 2018 and it was crazy because I just saw this video today. Well, yesterday, last night, and it was uploaded on my brother's birthday, like in 2018. That was a year after he passed. But um, rest in peace. Right, big ups. Big I up, fucking bro. miss you so much. I love you. Yes. <laughs> I do a lot of things <clears throat> because of you. Because we can't continue to keep this cycle going. Yeah. But um, before I get all the way off topic, I'll get back into that in a minute. Yeah, so I started to get feelings triggered, and I was feeling all kinds of ways. And I'm like, oh, my God, me and that girl share so many memories. Oh, his arm like it's going to come straight off. Oh, that hurt me looking at it. Oh, but, but yeah, I had a whole bunch of feelings come up. I felt triggered, and I'm just like, wow. Even from Miss Van Zandt, she was like, Kanisha. I'm like, bitch, her name is Kinesia. <laughs> you fucking up her name. You don't even know her name. She over there smiling in their faces. Nobody mess up your <laughs> ghetto name while you trying to stop Right. <laughs> Sophisticated with the it. Fuck? Put an eye before the wild. <laughs> she just smiling, looking all fake in their faces. I don't, I don't really fuck with her like that. I'm not going. <laughs> I don't like people who benefit off of other people's pain. Which yeah. we all do. We all benefit. I mean, I, I mean, that's just that's or just in a way where it seems like you're perfect. You're not perfect, yeah. bitch. Right. You're right. not. I'm pretty sure you went through. You do a lot. Where your husband at? Where your kids? Mm. Like, what's going on? Like, I know you got some stuff going on. Like, don't try to act like you just Why perfect, Miss so Patty. Somebody else's life instead of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I get if you want to help somebody, but like the way that you, I, I don't. I just it felt weird to me, but I felt compelled. To reach out to her and her number is still the fucking same. So I called her. She didn't answer. And I left her a message and I was like, call me. This is, you know, such and such. I would like to talk to you. So she ended up calling me back probably like an hour or less after that. And we had a bomb ass conversation. Like we talked about why we stopped being friends and <laughs> how we really valued one another and how she felt like I was the best, one of the best friends she ever had. I was a good friend and I am, and she's a good friend. She's a great friend. Like she was, she still is like, we just was young and didn't know how to thoroughly communicate. And we was going through our own stuff. And those were different times. Like we grew up together. Like we was in high school. We was like high school best friends and I went with her through her journey going to college and all this other stuff. So <clears throat> it was just, it was a lot. And I thought that I shouldn't or didn't want to be her friend ever again because of certain situations. And I know when I'm just like really done with somebody. But I don't feel like I was really done with her. I know the last situation that happened, it was real fucking crazy. We both ended up going to jail. That was a situation that happened. We <laughs> we were both, she, it was fucking bananas. We was in fucking Clay Co. And I had bust her tire the day before <laughs> on accident. Because I went to go pick up a friend and I came back. She already was feeling some type of way about me coming to, um, you will use her car mm -hmm. because I didn't have a job or nothing like that. So it wasn't no way I could fix anything if something happened. But lo and behold, I came back and I ran over a nail or some shit and it busted tire. She was mad as hell. She was frustrated because, I mean, she just moved into, did she just move there? I think we was there for a minute, but she took care of a lot of stuff financially. Mm -hmm. And that kind of thing, it's, it's frustrating. Like, come on, you just had an inconvenience <coughs> happen. <laughs> And I feel like she thought that I was feeling nonchalant about it or like I didn't care. I did. I just, what the fuck am I going to do? I don't have any money. Like, I wanted to get that handle. And it's not like and it's the way really, she came it was at really me. your fault. It's like you didn't mean well, to happen. It's, over, right? You know, shit happens. But <laughs> she just came at me very, very strong and heavy. But now looking at it, I mean, I get why she was upset. I would have been upset like that, too. I would have been frustrated. We didn't communicate thoroughly. And then ultimately, they ended up into a public altercation that landed us both in jail. And at that point, I was like, nope, if it gets to this point, like I was able to do, somebody put their hands on me, then I know we're fucking done. 
And ever since then, we've been fucking done. And <laughs> but we never that never happened before. Like we we got yelled yelling at each other, mad, but never to the point where we wanted to put our hands on each other. Like it never got to that point. So that was my cutoff. My cutoff was as soon as you put your hands on me, I'm gone. I don't care who you are, what you doing, what's up. Like, don't fucking put your hands on me. It's crazy because like our parents beat our ass. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> mommy used to beat my ass. But okay, my mama the only person because she still be trying to smack me to this day. But it don't be like no hard snack. She just be, she just be like, what you say? What? <laughs> but um, <laughs> oh yeah, and my wife, I be hitting her. But I don't hear her like that. Let me stop, man. Right. What am I? <laughs> Honestly, it's a di- but it's a difference in. <laughs> You know, just hitting but, somebody and playing, yeah. or you just like you stupid, or yeah, 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 and then yeah. actually using that <laughs> and then forcefully doing it in a angry, in a yeah, angry way. yeah. Okay, see, I get it. I'm just being funny and playing around, <laughs> but live. That's my hard no. That's like yeah. a very hard no for me. But after you know, just thinking thoroughly and experiencing stuff and feeling, and if Mitch, the 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 feelings were mutual between me and her. I'm not saying that we got to be the best of friends again, but I did value that relationship enough to want to attempt to rekindle something like to start somewhere and talk and catch up and see where we at moving forward to this day. Like the conversation really was very enlightening and it felt like she was in a better space. And I I know that we all still have a lot of trauma and shit that we go through. Because, I mean, I wasn't 100% the best person to deal with at the time or just period in life. Like, I understand that we are, we're human. We make mistakes. We get angry. We get sad. We get happy. We get all these emotions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes our actions don't match up to our true intent. And I get that. But as long as this is mutual, unconditional regard, and the fact that, okay, we fucked up. Let's work on this. I care enough about you to try to to apologize, to admit my faults, to listen to you intensively, to feel you, to still be there to comfort you in situations or times of discomfort or dis-ease. And I hold that real strongly with relationships. I hold relationships strongly to my heart. Like, I really love relationships I have with people. Like, that's a part of my life. My Midhaven is in Aquarius, and that deals a lot with community and communication on a a collective level. So (laughs) I get that for me. But, um, yeah, I I value friendships. I value relationships. Like I said earlier, I'm not going to rekindle. I feel like it's nobody in in this world that I've dated before that I feel like I would date again. Like, that's just, that's done. But re- friendships, I'm open to that. I'm even open to a past relationship or friendship I had with another woman. I won't mention her name because it's neither here nor there. But if she was to come to me and apologize and we had a long conversation about what happened in the past, I'd be open to receive and accept her again. Because mm-hmm. we shared a <laughs> lot. And I don't know, it's just some memories I just... I don't want to let go. I don't, cause you don't have to, if I'm not hurt by not letting that go. Cause I still like value that person and what that role they played in my life. Mm. And I replayed those memories in an exciting way. And I'm not really hurt by replaying those memories. Now, if I'm hurt by replaying that shit, then yeah, I'm gonna just let that shit go and be like, okay, that's it. But <laughs> I'm still open to see something differently. Oh, fuck. And, um, and you know, if it comes along, then hey, let's let's get it. You know, let's rebuild and start something new from moving forward. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm I'm not I don't mind rekindling our relationships. How you feel about that? <clears throat> Honestly, I don't believe in rekindling <laughs> relationships to the point where I mean, if it's like a friendship and we can have conversation and talk about you know just whatever then that's fine but yeah when i say relationships though i'm talking about any type whether that's a friendship or whatever but i'm not like i said like i'm not with the relationship shit too like a romantic like i would never go back to something (laughs) like you said before i would never you would never go back to something that you 
were in, the reason why you left was it was for a reason. So, but also still with a friendship though, it feels like a hard like they really was just fucked up people. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, I'm not gonna go back. But I can feel or not the just being fucked up the, people, but just being in a space that they weren't able to be their true self. So they were being somebody who was negative and it was just making the relationship toxic. But I can go back to that. I'm just saying, like, overall, mm -hmm. they was really a fucked up person. Right. But I still was just trying to be their friend in that moment. But then I just threw that hard straw down. It was like, okay, this is the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm just fucking done. I won't go back to something like that, even if that's a friendship. Like, we got way more negative memories than positive. Like, with these two ladies in particular, we got way more positive memories than negative. Well, then, yeah. If it's way more positive, more. then definitely. <laughs> I would definitely rekindle. Like, okay, for example, just recently, <laughs> my ex, uh, who I broke up with after one of my best friends passed away last year because of suicide she committed suicide mm -hmm. to herself because of a relationship that she was dealing with mm -hmm. her, her her baby's father had got married to another woman and mm -hmm. they hadn't had any closure between their relationship yet and then they have a kid so it's mm -hmm. like it's hard to see someone that you want to be with that you want a family with with someone else mm -hmm. so she took it very hard and it ended in her <coughs> killing herself that um so sad, because i was hurt by it and going through you know, my grieving process, me and my ex ended up breaking up because we couldn't be there for each other at the time because I lived in Cali and he lived in Ohio. So mm. it was hard for him to give me any type of comfort comfort, or, you know, be here for me because he couldn't. Mm. So, and it was nothing you could say to make me feel better. So, mm. <clears throat> you know, he hit me up not too long ago and... Honestly, I I was kind of a little oh, like I was giddy, like I was I was smiling, I was happy, I was like excited to know that he still cared enough to that. Well, he not even care, but he was he was so like in a state of mind where he thought about me, and he was like, "This was a positive thing that happened between me and her, so I want to mm -hmm. share this with her because I know she will understand it." Uh, so he shared it with yeah. me, and I was just like, "Man." Good times. <laughs> right, right. So when you get to that point where you're just like, yes, good times, then it's okay. But if it's something that wasn't and it was just, they were just super toxic and everything was just super toxic, then that's something that should stay in the past. And that's something mm -hmm. that you shouldn't rekindle because it, it shouldn't have been in your life in the beginning. Yeah. But when, and you will feel that when you genuinely yeah. meet true, real people, mm -hmm. you will feel that and you will know. I can go back to that. I can, I can, I can fuck with you again. Right. You, you was cool as fuck. Right. We, we just was in a different space, you know, exactly. but the more you grow, like you say, the more you change, the more you mature, the more things get a little bit more clear for you and you start to become more understanding and patient. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, rekindling is definitely possible. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely possible. subjective too. Mm-hmm. It's subjective to the person that you was kicking it with. It's subjective <coughs> to the energy they were dishing out to you. Mm -hmm. It's subjective to a lot of stuff. The time and pace that you were going in your life at whatever moment, at whatever time. So, yeah, like, it's, it's, <coughs> it goes so many ways. But, um, I'm really, I'm excited about rekindling this friendship. Because I'm not gonna lie, me and my ex-best friend, bitch, we used to get lit. It's like, you know those relationships you have with people where it's like, no matter what y'all doing or where you at, mm -hmm. something is bound to be fucking dope to happen. Y'all just fall into shit. And it's just like, it always end up being a bomb ass time. Mm -hmm. Like shit just fell in our lap. Like, <clears throat> I love relationships like that. It was like that with her and it was like that with my other one. I'm going to mention her name right now. <clears throat> but um, that's how it was. Like, I love friendships like that I love relationships like yeah. that where you could just be you and you just yeah y'all have fun i'm all about having fun in this life like yes and That's fun with other people it's like whatever i lacked she she picked up she on picked up, and yeah. vice versa right. you it's, pick up my slack i pick up your right like, like she starts something and then i end it yeah like it was just always like a perfect balance and then she also was a gemini that's my polar opposite i'm a sag mm. <laughs> And then the other one was a Taurus. 
and that's also my rising. So like, I'm just, I, I'm excited and yeah, fuck, I'm excited. I'm excited about just relationships moving forward. Like the letting go of shit of yes. people and this the is connecting. definitely the year of letting go of shit. I believe letting because, go and um, connecting and at the connecting. same time. It's like a rebirth. Mm-hmm. Let it, this got to die, and then something else is born in the process <coughs> of that dying. Because if you think about it, we let go technically of the 20th century. We're in the 21st century now, right? Technically, or is, is it, it like is, is it? It's like a difference. Like it's like it, it is a from, difference though. It went from like two K to twenty one K. So yeah. it was the twentieth century, so now it's the twenty first century. So uh, that's not by hundred years. Is that is that? I, that's what I was wondering. I don't that know. Was, let's let's see. Let's look that up. Let's see real quick because I don't know. Um, it, I mean, I remember. I just can recall people talking about you know everything we left hundreds of years of negative shit behind us this is these are this is the new decade century whatever 21st whatever you want to call it this is like the new of this is the rebirth it is every hundred years so it is still the 21st century it started january 1st 2001 and it went in december 31st 2100 that's gonna be that's gonna be a weird ass year 2100 I'm be dead. Y'all have fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we'll be reincarnated into something yeah, else. Yeah, of so course. That's but, that's what you hope. But this physical body gonna be dead, y'all. I'm be out. I'm right. dead. Resting. This temple will be gone. <laughs> but my you soul will, will be reincarnated <laughs> into something else. Yeah, most definitely. It's gonna keep living on and on. So you remember now? It's a hundred years. Mm-hmm. So we still in the 21st century. Yeah. That shit is crazy. It's 2020. Mm-hmm. Man, this would be my 10-year anniversary of school for a 10-year reunion. Graduated 10 years ago. You graduated 2010? Mm-hmm. I graduated 2012. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that shit is crazy. I can't yeah. imagine going to my my um school reunion. Right. <laughs> like, especially with all... And I know it's this year, but I haven't, I haven't been on, like, Facebook or anything because I, I kind of cut myself off from certain social medias just to like block block out uh you know just everybody else and everybody else's energy like I remember I did that one time I took my phone and I just threw it in a, in the pool because I was just sick mm-hmm. of everybody who was texting me and like mm-hmm. all the negative things that were coming in and just people just contacting me and I was just like you know what it's it's, it's honestly breaking my heart just mm-hmm. I need to let it go so I just threw the, my phone in the water like sometimes social media and all that. Sometimes can, that shit can be toxic. You need to let can, that shit yeah, go. Yeah, it can. It, and then it's also very toxic <laughs> with relationships. Mm-hmm. Very toxic with relationships. It definitely can be. You start to weigh your the worth of your relationship upon social media. You don't post mm-hmm. me enough. You don't post me. You don't love me. You don't. Why you, you like this it? girl? Why you? <laughs> why you texting or messaging and nah, 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 nah. your phone going off every day, every five ten minutes because <laughs> somebody messaging or commenting. It just see that's why I'm in a poly ass relationship. <laughs> Me and my baby, like literally, when I was leaving to come here before I came here, we was preparing because I tried to start packing like a week before because I know me. Mm-hmm. I like to get shit done in advance. I try to make sure my baby was good while I'm gone. Make sure she got what she need, what she want. And <clears throat> I told her, I was like, baby, please, please get you some pussy while I'm gone. <laughs> Please, I'm begging you. I know you want some. I know you need some. Please, just make sure she give a fuck about you. Right. Okay. Right. Of course. Okay. Make sure you're not wasting your time. Right. <laughs> well, my baby and her period now. That's another reason why. Mm-hmm. Cleo has horrible periods, y'all. Like, horrible. Well, she Nigerian, so... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so that got to do with her periods? No, I was just going to say... Oh, she's strong? Period. She can do it? No, because, you know, <laughs> Africans, they... I don't know. She's right, thoroughbred. She thoroughbred, so it's different. I don't know. No, she is thoroughbred, though. Right, she is so strong it's, ass. Right, woman. it's different. But my peers ain't like that. But I also feel like it's because I was pregnant. I feel like once you get pregnant, your peers are different. Oh yeah, your body completely changes because it's like it's it it, it changes getting getting ready for that. 
right. that process. So, Ooh. Yeah, it's hard to go back to that. That's why a lot of pre- a lot of women after they have babies, they say, that, <laughs> you know, my body didn't go back to the way it used to be. Of course not. You just completely, it just completely changes. You morph into a whole different, into motherhood. You morph yeah. into being a nourishing person. Even though as women, we're already born to be <clears throat> nourishing. And, oh my God. It just, that's <laughs> when you know you, on, you and your grown We want some kids. <laughs> one day, one day, that having will that conversation. I don't even know. I ain't going back and forth with it. But though. honestly, and I was talking to my mother about it. <laughs> it's hard to want to try to have kids in this day and age because of uh, just everything that's been going on. People dying left and right, and it's not safe. Yeah. capitalism. Yeah, it's just stressful. You just trying to survive out here, exactly, and. And at a certain point, I feel like yourself, you get tired of can't help nobody else. Mm-hmm. So, and I want to be in a way better predicament or situation before I get to that point. But I still, I don't know. It, I don't know. I know I do want to have my wife's babies, though. Definitely. But even that is like <laughs> its own thing because technically, I can't get it pregnant. But I can. So we'll see moving forward. <clears throat> but we finna go ahead and wrap it up. We got some things we gonna do today before the sun goes down. I, I wanna do a <laughs> I wanna do a little mini photo shoot. I'm trying to see what the hell I'm finna put on. Damn, I lost my hat yesterday, y'all. And I just thought about that because the outfit that I thought about putting on, Man. it went with that hat. So like now I'm just like now I gotta go find me another hat. We need to go to that thrift store. I was gonna say they got some hats to go to that thrift store. Did you see what it looked like the one I had? I definitely did. Yes, it's some hats. Fuck. Okay, y'all. So (laughs) let's go ahead and wrap this up. Plus, we need another bottle of wine. Yeah, (laughs) and enjoy this little Cali weather. Wine and unwind. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you DM, not DM, email. Don't DM me about nothing like that. (laughs) DM. Fuck. I keep saying DM. Email us at dreamgitch at gmail.com. Your stories, your your ideas, how you feel. Comment, like, subscribe, and be tuned for the next one. See you later. Bye. Bye.